Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. I'm here having a flip side of a coin that I had the pleasure of holding in my hand a little while ago. Uh, Patrick had me on his podcast. We just got the episode, I think, out yesterday, day before yesterday. Episode. Uh, I think it was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, as we record this. So uh, we'll, we'll pop that in the show notes as well so you can hear me <laughs> hear me on the other side of this. But um, uh, Patrick is... When I first was was asked by my team about if I want to be on this podcast, I thought, this is a really interesting name. And kind of dig into this a little bit. And I had a poke around. I had a bit of a listen. It's like, it's not what I expected, but I like it. I like this guy. And he's got a great energy, great vibe, great voice. So looking forward to sharing him with you. Patrick, please let the people know who you are and a little bit more about you. Well, Dan, first of all, brother, thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of yours. I follow you everywhere, and you are just doing (laughs) an amazing job out there uh, bringing your talent uh, to the world, brother. And again, I can't uh, thank you enough for having me on my show. Yeah, my name is Pat Fitzgibbons. Uh, uh, I'm a retired police officer. I I was a law enforcement officer for about 23 years. I retired in uh, 2019. Uh, My background is a combination of military and law enforcement primarily. I spent most of my adult life uh, in a uniform, (laughs) either in the military or law enforcement. And when I got out of law enforcement, well, let me back up a little bit. Before I got out of law enforcement, about uh, maybe about uh, three quarters of the way throughout my career, I I was one of those officers. And again, I'm not speaking for every cop out there that was bitter, angry, depressed. Uh, You know, I saw a lot of trauma, suffering throughout my career. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I came to a, a point in the road Daniel, where I was like, okay, which way do I want to go? Do I do I want to do I want to go this way and continue to be depressed and pissed off and have my relationships suffer, or do I want to change the way I think? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I started putting good things into my life, meaning not just nutrition, but good things for my mind mm-hmm. uh, and reading, uh, you know, powerful, powerful stories. You know, one of my favorites is uh, Oprah Winfrey's story is amazing how she mm-hmm. overcome just tremendous odds uh, and went on to do great things. And that's just one of many. So I started putting good things into my mind. I started meditating yoga and that really transformed my life, brother. So I'm on this quest right now to make um, criminal justice professionals better. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a toxic environment. Uh, most of us know that. Uh, and again, I don't, that's not a dig on law enforcement or people who wear a uniform. That's just the nature of the environment. And eventually that's going to, that's going to wear on you. Mm-hmm. So I started a show, as you mentioned, Dan, thanks. You were on my show. I appreciate it. Um, I started a show about five years ago called criminal justice, uh, evolution. And the purpose behind that show is to just give, uh, the, the listener, the tools and knowledge, not that I know everything, but the, the tools and knowledge that I've amassed over the years and my experiences and give them back to the listener to make them better personally, professionally. Uh, and I'm just having a great time. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love that. I think there's always something powerful when somebody's calling comes from yeah. a pain that they've had and a commitment to 
allowing their experience to be something that other people can go through vicariously so that other people don't have to go through that. So this journey of you going through bringing tools of spirituality and mindfulness into support your healing then sets you up to share with other people, hey, this environment is this or your experience might have been this. You may have gone through that. I've got other friends in law enforcement and different parts of the world, not just the US. And it can be challenging, you know. Um, Horror stories do, do abound. And at the end of the day, any frontline, any frontline employment form, whether it's military, whether it's a first responder in, in um, any of the emergency services, you're the person that's literally going in and seeing yeah. some crazy stuff sometimes happen on the front end and doing so often without being given the specific resources to be able to not just to handle it, not just patching you up and going out but to still maintain a quality of life that's thriving on the back of it. So I really applaud you saying, do you know what? This is the part that I can do. I can do for that. Yeah. Yeah, That's a tell you hit it, Dan. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, I was one of those guys, I was in a tough military unit, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the toughest, you know, 82nd, I was jumping out of planes and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then, you know, I thought I was tough as nails, but Mm -hmm. then you get into a profession, um, you know, uh, like law enforcement. And again, I love law enforcement, but I don't care how tough you are. There's only so much human trauma and suffering that you can see before it affects you personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. And I got to that point. Mm -hmm. uh, And I chose again, to either go down one way or go the other way. And I went the latter and my life's better for it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Tell me, so many people come to spirituality and to, to consciousness practices and mindfulness practices um, through different paths, right? For some, it's a friend told them about it and they gave it a try. For some people, they kind of stumbled on it. For some people, this it was the last, you know, I've got to try something. This is all I've got left. What brought you on your journey? Because you didn't just go to a little bit of meditation. You didn't just get the, the mind, the, the, what do they call it? The headspace app and do a five minute meditation. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone down into sort of bending your body and contorting it with yoga and stuff. Like what, what brought you to that? Because like you said, you know, jumping out of planes, <laughs> you don't know we jump out of planes and then go down to into yeah, yeah. Lululemons and do some yoga. Like where did that transition happen? Where did, where did that, that inspiration come to, to give that a try? Well, I, I grew up uh, Catholic, very uh, strict uh, Catholic family. And I kind of mm-hmm. lost my faith uh, the older I got. And I was, you know, I just quit practicing. And so to answer your question, Dan, I mean, I just, I prayed every day, prayed for guidance, prayed mm-hmm. for a sign. And I remember mm-hmm. it, it happened one night. I know it might sound mm-hmm. corny, but I remember waking up, uh, you know, after a kind of a, a tough night of sleeping, I finally uh, you know, was able to get some sleep. I was in that REM sleep, you know, that deep mm-hmm. sleep. And I remember getting up and something was calling to me mm-hmm. in, in my mind. And, it, you know, I remember, it, you know, the, the voice in my mind said, you, you can do better. You can have a better life. You can do this. You don't have to continue suffering, mm-hmm. you know, the way you're suffering, uh, you know, what you've seen throughout your career and all this stuff. So that was really the kind of, that was probably about six years ago mm-hmm. that that from that point, point forward, Dan, I mean, it really, and call it God, higher power, whatever, uh, you know, it's just this very strong voice in my head, you know, this very direct voice, and it was clear as day, and it was telling me, you, you need to do a different path. You need to be on a different path. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was the catalyst where it, uh, and I agree, you don't go from, you know, <laughs> one, one way of life to dramatically <laughs> another way of life, some people, but it wasn't for me, but mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was just, you know, and then after I, I, uh, I heard that, 
that calling, I call it. Mm-hmm. Then I started getting into practices. And then mm-hmm. I started getting into, okay, I'm going to find a meditation practice. And then I started getting into, okay, I'm going to get into a journaling practice. Mm-hmm. And then I started, you know, said, you know what? We talked about this when you're on my show. I, I think we, we're, I'm going to start a show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start a show because you know what I have to give back, I think is, is pretty good and pretty powerful. So I'm going to start a show. Didn't know what the heck I was doing, but started a podcast and it, by the grace of God, it's taken off. Mm-hmm. And I have all these great guests on you included amazing guests that gives back the listener tools and resources that can help them, mm-hmm. you know, mentally, physically, financially, whatever mm-hmm. you want, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mine's a criminal justice show, but some, all the guests that come on the show, brother, have something to give back to the criminal justice profession. Mm-hmm. And so that was my journey. I started, you know, I had the calling. I had like a catalyst moment. Mm-hmm. And then I started building on that. And I continue mm-hmm. to build on it every day. I love that. I love that. So it was almost like a, a, an organic evolution yeah. from that inciting incident of that voice, yeah. which you, thank God, did actually tune into and listen to and sort of following on from there. Yeah, it was just, it was so powerful. I can't describe it, but it was, I'm not going to still hear it in my voice or my head right now, mm-hmm. but it was, it was clear as day. And it was, I really do believe because, you know, what I, my belief, it was God saying, okay, you, you need to change paths. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to do something different. I have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. And this is the direction you need to go. Now, ultimately we have the decision, you know, the, the, you know, the, to decide what we want to do, mm-hmm. but I chose to, to go on the path I'm on. And I'm not saying every day's, you know, lollipops and, yeah, of course and everything's great. <laughs> no, I, I have, you know, I, I have my days too, but my mm-hmm. good days overwhelmingly outnumber the bad days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. And something to, to what you just said, this whole thing of assuming that because we're on a path, yeah, everything's rosy and it's going to be rosy forever. Yeah. When actually it's no, because I'm on a path, I'm resourced to deal with those contrasting polarity mm-hmm. downswing days and actually see them for what they are. Just, you know, path for the course. Is it path for the course or course for the path? I don't know. Path for the course. Path for the course. <laughs> <laughs> path for the course. I don't know what that phrase means, but path for the course. And I can ride this out knowing that better days are coming and that those are going to number one and they're going to be so good that they help me to be able to just take what I need from those downswing days in terms of wisdom and not be caught up in them emotionally. And that's what I love so much about mindset, you know, about the discussions in, in talking about mindset, not just mindset, but the proper mindset. Okay. What's Mm -hmm. the proper mindset? That's uh, allowing certain things into your mind and not allowing other things to take over your mind. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, research shows, and you know, this Dan and your listeners probably do about 70,000 thoughts a day. We have Mm -hmm. 70,000 thoughts. Can we keep (laughs) track of all those thoughts? Absolutely not. (laughs) We can't. Now, the interesting thing about that is 90% of those 70,000 thoughts we've had the same, we're having the same thoughts that we did the day before. <laughs> and so, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that now imagine, yeah. imagine if you just changed 5% of those thoughts mm. or 10% of those thoughts, mm. your life is probably going to radically change. Mm. It's going to change for the better. You know, each one of us at the stem of our brain, had a little bundle of nerves called your reticulator activating, activating system. system. Mm-hmm. And you know, this Dan, mm. That controls, among many other things in our body, it controls what we allow into our mind Mm. and what we don't allow into our mind. So I always tell listeners when we're on this discussion is really think about what you think about. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is really powerful. I mean, what are you allowing into your head? Because what you allow into your head, in your mind, think of it, your mind as a garden. Mm-hmm. What you plant in your head, it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. It is going to grow. So if I'm thinking everything sucks, the world, you know, my job, my, my spouse, whatever, I'm watering those seeds every day. <laughs> I am. And so if I'm planting good things, yeah. positivity, my mm-hmm. life is great, gratitude, all those things, those are going to grow. Mm. So I got to that point and I continue to work on this every day, but I chose to plant good seeds and get rid of the bad seeds. Beautiful. And keep watering them on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, yeah you have to water them. I mean, mm. that's the thing that, that people, I think some people don't realize, you know, again, what, you, what you're thinking about, what you're planting in your mind will grow. It's like anything else, you know? I mean, if you, what happens if I plant some beautiful roses in my garden out there? beautiful. They're gorgeous. They, they, I love roses. But what happens if I, if I don't take care of them? If I don't take care of my, my garden? Well, guess what's going to happen? Weeds are going to take over. Mm-hmm. It's the same in your mind. So your RES is very important because it filters, among many other things, it filters what we bring into our mind and what we don't. You know, think about it this way, what we focus on. Mm. You know, think if you're in, you're in a crowded restaurant, you know, you're in a crowded restaurant and you hear your name, Dan, you focus yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. That's what you've been trained to do. <laughs> so start training your mind and start focusing on what you let into your mind. Beautiful. And in terms of your, um, your own personal journey coming from, because it sounds like, you know, the sleep was, was, was challenging. I, I, I assume that was related to the trauma of what had been building up over the years of your career. Um, you didn't just wake up and say, oh, okay, <laughs> my, my brain is trained now. I'm planting the seeds. It, it feels like obviously yeah. the practices that you went into really supported that. But was there any, were there any like events or yeah. experiences or specific practices that really kickstarted you on this process of planting those good seeds and getting rid of the bad ones? Well, my relationships were, were failing all around me. Mm. You know, my kids uh, I have uh, five kids. I'm a blended family with my mm-hmm. wife. Uh, I got divorced mm-hmm. after 20 years of marriage mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And that was my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it takes two, but it was, I, I take responsibility for that. And so I had some, some things that happened in my life mm-hmm. that really were pivotal in my transformation and getting me on that right path. A lot of that was relationships mm-hmm. and my relationships with my my uh, wife at the time, my, now my ex-wife, but the relationships with my kids. So I, again, that it, it kind of was building up to that point. It was building up to that point where I said, you know, look, I gotta, I gotta do something different with me, man. I can't continue down this path where, you know, and I was really good, Dan, at what I did. I was a really good cop. Mm-hmm. You know, I rose to the ranks, mm-hmm. you know, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I was all in on my job. But the problem is I was a hundred percent on my job and everything else suffered. Mm-hmm. So I was on that path where I was, I was very successful professionally, but I realized everything else around me, look, if you don't have support and people in your life, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. You know, in my opinion, if you don't have love and good relationships, that's the stuff that you're going to remember when you die. Not, I had a Rolex or a BMW or anything <laughs> like that. Some people <laughs> might think that, but those, those, those things don't matter. So yeah. Relationships matter. So I, it was a culmination. It was building up, building up, building up and started until I started losing relationships. Uh, you know, my, my marriage failed, my relationships between my kids were in the crapper. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, again, and that's when I had that pivotal moment, that message saying, look, you need to go on a different path. That's beautiful. And have you started to, did you, did you find that, 
going on this journey gave you magical results in terms of those relationships healing or did it resource you to dig in and do something about those relationships in your opinion? You know, it did, it did both. You know, I, I really had to, to dig in with those relationships and, and look, look, before we can, you know, work on the outside, we got to work on the inside. So I had yeah. to, I had to dig in myself deep, you know, and, and put my ego aside and, and, you know, big, bad, tough cop, and, and, you know, really dig deep and be vulnerable, you know, to, mm -hmm. to my kids and my other relationships and be honest to those people. And that helped me, uh, you know, with, with, you know, build, trying to build back those relationships. And I did, you know, as far as, you know, magical, you, you said, you know, I really am a firm believer in law of attraction. I really do mm -hmm. believe again, like we talked about with mindset, what you put out there, you're going to get, mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that, but I know because it happened in my life, it continues mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, if I wake up every morning, Dan, and say, you know, again, my life is crap. Guess what? The universe is going <laughs> to, like, you know, it's like, a, it's like a genie, man, right? <laughs> your wish is my command. Yeah. Your wish is my command. Exactly. What, the universe doesn't know what, <laughs> again, it's just going to abide by your command. So if you mm -hmm. say everything's crap, the universe is going to give you that. Mm -hmm. I believe if mm -hmm. you believe in, you know, the, you know, life is good. And I have much to be grateful for. The universe is going to give you that too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just all mindset. And, and, and I, again, I love law of attraction. I love talking about this topic because it is magical, mm -hmm. but a lot of people just, they sleepwalk throughout life and they don't realize mm -hmm. that everything that they want or, you know, desire is within their power. They just have to dig deep. They have to change their mindset mm -hmm. and everything you want will come to fruition. The thing that I love about the yumminess of this story is you're really giving us this balanced mix of doing the work and letting the magic do the work too. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes we can just get a practice and be diligent with it, but then not make those changes yeah. that actually affect the real, the real shifts. Because if you had just continued to have the same relationship to your kids, to your loved ones, but were meditating for an hour every day, nothing would have changed no. the landscape would have made that change available but you wouldn't have been able to step into it it's like you said what choice are we inviting allowing or supporting when we get up in the morning about what we're going to be expecting of that day yeah and planting that seed every morning is a choice and i love that you've you've married those two experiences together what you're doing and then what you're allowing god the universe source energy to do to to meet that in the middle and to create something different yeah. And you, you have to, like you hit it, Dan, and I, and I should have elaborated on that a little bit more or a lot more action. I mean, you have to put action between, between, you know, I, every time I get down and I journal, mm -hmm. uh, I'm just not, it's not just some rote routine that I do. I, I'm just not writing, okay, I want to have a great day, or these are the things I want in my life. And these are my goals. Mm -hmm. I am sending that out to the, and I'm really believing that it's going to, it's going to happen in my life. That's so powerful. Look, we can sit here and wish, wish for a million dollars to, to drop on the, you know, my lap, but it's not going to happen. And first of all, unless we really, really believe that, mm -hmm. but we have to put action behind it. I mean, see mm -hmm. thoughts are, are one thing, you know, law of attraction is one thing, mm -hmm. willing something to come into your life, but you have to believe it's going to come in your mm -hmm. life. You have to trust, you have to trust in the That's system. The you have to mm -hmm. trust in the, the universe and all its infinite wisdom that it's going to come to you. Mm -hmm. And I know when I started talking about this, you know, people in my sphere were like, you're crazy, man. What are you talking about? I mean, I mindfulness and you know, it's a lot of hokey pokey crap. No, I'm, trust me, it works. 
Mm-hmm. It works. And, you know, it, it, again, I mean, you, you need to be grateful. You need to have a meditation practice. You need to practice gratitude. Like I said, I love gratitude practices. Mm-hmm. And if you start doing these little things, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily basis, your life is going to change. It's going to change for the better. Mm, I love that. I love that. So when I touch on this, the, the hokey pokey, hokey pokey, hokey pokey <laughs> commentary, yeah. because... I could assume, you know, if you get together with the guys from your unit that you're jumping out of planes with to say, hey, guys, <laughs> let's, um, I want to talk to you about meditation and <laughs> let's do some yoga. Um, or even, you know, out with, with the boys from, from, from your precinct or what have you. Um, how do those conversations go down? <laughs> like, how, how do you get, because like you said, you, you're out there now, you're doing the podcast, you're bringing other voices in to support you presenting this, I want to say argument, but this case, right, for doing things differently. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be some crazy pushback. How have you navigated that? And, and what have you found to be supportive in communicating the power of this stuff to perhaps people that wouldn't naturally even accept it as being real? Well, I think you're always going to get, that's a great question. I think you're always going to get some, some pushback, but now more Mm -hmm. than ever, the science is proving what we're talking about. (laughs) So people can argue and say, look, it doesn't work, but look, there's a reason. Let me, let me me say this, Dan, for your listeners, I've had numerous military personnel on my show, Mm -hmm. Navy SEALs that hunted down Bin Laden, Mm -hmm. uh, elite operators within the Mm -hmm. U S military. And you know that 95% of them, maybe more have some sort of mindfulness practice. Wow. Have some sort of gratitude practice. Wow. There's a reason why NFL teams, you know, professional sports teams, the U.S. military, law enforcement is adopting mindfulness practices because the science says it works and it does work. <laughs> so when I'm having conversations, getting back to what you said, a great question, and somebody pushes back a little bit. Look, I'm not going to force my beliefs on people. Yeah. All I'm going to say, look, mindfulness. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm going to say is, look, I, I would encourage you to read some of the data behind this because yeah. the data usually is not going to lie and mm-hmm. it does work. Mm-hmm. So I think now more than ever, it's a, it's, it's a better case to be made because there's so much research out there. There's mm-hmm. so much data. So many people are practicing mindfulness mm-hmm. and it's changing their lives. So uh, again, I th- you're always going to get the, the skeptics and the naysayers. But when I to your point, when I go out and talk to people, they're fewer and fewer in number mm. that, that push back because they I mean, know the power that, that it, not just from me, but all they have to do is just look around at, at people, successful people, yeah. you know, that they're movers and shakers, you, other people that practice this and they say, oh my God, yeah, it must work. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I was going to say mindfulness is getting, um, it's yeah. becoming a lot more mainstream now. Yeah. Um, people like um, Tim Ferriss, even when we want to go down the rabbit hole a little bit in terms of spirituality, people even looking at the journey, um, people like uh, Russell, uh, Branson, uh, Russell Brand, Russell Brand, yeah. the comedian who's now, you yeah. know, you see him in his yoga whites and he's, re- I mean, he's a bit further down the rabbit hole, but still seeing the impact, whether you agree or yeah. you desire the particular result of the impact or not, it's that there can and often is an impact when you start to integrate this stuff. Yeah. And if you, and for the listener out there who might be kind of on the fence with this mm-hmm. and that is maybe depressed and I'm not a therapist or anything like that. I'm just, Mm -hmm. if you need to get help, get, get Get some help, help, professional health. But if you're one of those people out there that are listening and saying, you know, you know, I, I I could use something, 
you know, I, I don't know if, why not just try it, try mm -hmm. the, you know what, what do you have to lose? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you have to, you have everything to gain in my opinion mm -hmm. and you have virtually nothing to lose, mm -hmm. you know, so, so try it, give it a try. What do I mean? Wake up, you know, before, before my feet even hit the floor, brother, I am being grateful for, first of all, waking up. Yeah. That's a big one. Waking up. I am here. God has given me another day. Mm -hmm. And then I look over, see my beautiful wife. I'm thankful for her. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for my, my house. I'm thankful. I go throughout the day, you know, go throughout the day being grateful, mm -hmm. but you know, before, again, but before my feet even hit the floor, I'm going through a gratefulness practice and throughout the day I'm being grateful. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what this is right here? I'll show you. That, that's a little rock. Mm -hmm. A little rock. That's my gratitude rock. That's my gratitude rock. So I, I found this rock on a hike about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, something was telling me to pick up this rock. Mm -hmm. I, it's crazy. And I, so I picked up this rock. It was dirty. It had mud all over it. I cleaned it up. This rock is in my pocket all the time. Now people are asking you, asking probably what's the purpose of the rock. Every time I grab this rock throughout the day, I say something that I'm grateful for. Anchoring it in. I, that, I, that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. And every night when I put this on my dresser, when I clear my pockets, like most people do, I put it on the dresser and I say, I give one more. Okay. I'm grateful for this. Mm. This, this little rock as simplistic as it might sound has helped change my life because it keeps me, it reminds me mm. that I have to be grateful mm. throughout the day. So this is my gratitude rock. And I wish I could claim this as something original that I made up. No, <laughs> I've heard this years before, but I really took it into practice and I carry this everywhere. And that really has really changed practice. my life. That's a really powerful practice. And yeah, I think sometimes we can get lost on the power of simple practices yeah. and simple things that we can bring into our experience to keep that planting going yeah. on. Because at the end of the day, it's that maybe even monotonous, repetitive, hammering away at that simple thing that gets us to the outcome. Yeah, it's practice. You have, you have to practice. You have to get in routine. It's like, like everything else. Don't expect to uh, meditate once and everything be, be solved in your world. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it is like anything else and it is practice every mm -hmm. day. And once, you know, it's like anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn how to drive, you know, initially, right? Everybody learned how to drive a car. It was heck. It was, you were scared to death. You were like, oh my God, there was trepidation. And now it's just second nature. I get to, that's, that's how my life is now when, when we're talking about mindfulness. I, I, it's just second nature to me. I push out the bad most of the mm -hmm. time. And I, you know, I just think about the good. Mm -hmm. So it becomes second nature. And again, it's a constant process. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm constantly building on it mm -hmm. and constantly, like, constantly what we said at the beginning, evolving. Because that's what it's about. If you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. You know, as humans, we die when the telomeres stop growing or when the cells stop reproducing themselves, when that motion stops, life stops. And that can be physically, mentally, energetically, spiritually, um, all of these things kept in growth. And yeah. when I maintain that I'm, I'm not a finished product, 
I'm an ongoing evolution. I, I'm, I maintain that flow of growth, right? I'm staying in that groove. And I think that's really, that can be really supportive in us continuing to go and do bigger and better things. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people, you know, brother, you talk to a lot of people. I mean, that's where a lot of people I think suffer. They, they, they suffer alone and they think that they're an island and they can do it alone. And they, you realize or you can't do it alone. You, you need help. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer in also surrounding yourself with the right people in your life, mm. whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, a circle of influence or whatever. But, you know, you're, you're exactly right. Movement is life, not mm. just not just physical movement, which is important, but mental movement, growth. You know, we only use, what, 10 percent of our brain or something like that. You have to constantly be less than 5%. Yeah. Less than five. Oh, I gave God 10% is huge. Yeah. You're the expert, 5%. So imagine if we use just, you remember, remember that movie, you ever see that movie, Lucy with Scarlett Johansson? Oh yeah. 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 That's an yeah, amazing movie. And, and again, it was kind of dark and stuff, but yeah. the power, the power that she had, you know, at a hundred percent capacity of her brain where she was yeah. telekinetic and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have unlimited potential. Mm. We really do. And I, I really do believe that we have all the tools that our creator gave mm. us. We just mm. need to learn how to access those tools, mm. you know, and bring them to the foreground. Mm. And, and again, we'll, we'll have better lives. Mm. Let's dive into some practical stuff again, because I really, I, I feel that you've made a really strong case now for the power of this stuff. We've got listeners from all walks of life and parts of the world. And of course, your mission has been really bringing this stuff into the world of criminal justice and people that are first, you know, front, front, uh, first line responders. What are some things that a day to day person can see as having an impact from bringing this work into their life, do you think? I would go back first and foremost is I, I would go back to what I said earlier uh, is start start f- thinking about what you think about, mm-hmm. you know, dig, I mean, really reflect on, on what you think about on a daily basis and really start there of what you're allowing to, to, you know, grow in your mind. Mm-hmm. So I would start there. And that's how I, I started, you know, mm-hmm. as I was like, okay, what, what am I thinking about? What am I thinking about? Oh, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about that. First of all, worry is, is futile. I, I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I, occasionally worry, but not as mm-hmm. much as I used to, you know, if, if worry is not going to solve the problems of tomorrow. It's just going to rob your peace today. Mm-hmm. So again, and most of the things, if you're thinking about, and you're just thinking about, okay, I'm worried about this, worried about that, worried about that. What I've learned throughout my life is most of the things I worried about, Dan, either one never came to fruition. And if they did, they were much bigger in my mind that I made them. <laughs> When they came to fruition, meaning I was making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. So for the listener, what I would say is first start with digging deep and really start with your thoughts. And what are you thinking about? And then the second thing I would do and write them down. I'm a big journaler. I love writing things down. I can't think I I can't keep track of everything that goes around in my head. Mm -hmm. So I would really do some reflection, dig deep. And what are you thinking about? Mm -hmm. Second, all the second thing is, okay, these are the things that I need to focus on the good things, the positive things and the things in my life that are great, focus on them and don't focus on the crap that is, is bringing you down. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. Some, some quick action tips for your listeners. And again, you know, this is a constant, it's a constant process, mm-hmm. but it really starts, everything really starts in your mind. What's going mm-hmm. on between the six inches between your ears. So I would start with, 
you know, really don't, don't ponder on it, but really, you know, take some time throughout the day and really start thinking about what you're thinking about. Because again, we going back to the, the thousands of thoughts that we have every day. And again, most of the thoughts are the same thoughts we had yesterday. And again, if you can identify what you're thinking about, knowing that most of what you're worried about probably is not going to come to fruition. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And if it does, it's probably going to be smaller than you envisioned in your mind. Mm-hmm. Start, start that, you know, use that as your foundation. Mm-hmm. And this really affects everything. It affects your health. It affects your relationships. It affects your finances. It mm-hmm. affects everything. What are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. You know, and then go from there and then realize that, you know, you, you don't have to do it alone. Like I said, you're not an island. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's an island. That's the one thing I suffered with, you know, throughout the years where I, oh, I can't, I can't tell people at this. I can't tell people how I feel. I can't tell people what I'm worried about or what I'm concerned about or, you know, what I'm struggling with because they just want to understand mm-hmm. that's BS. You have, you, you're not an island. You, you, you have to, at some point, start sharing that with, with, uh, with, you know, your, your loved ones and your family and friends. And it takes courage. It does. But all that comes back to looping around. It talks about, yeah, what I'm talking about is it starts with the thoughts in your mind. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Where are you going next with this stuff? Like, what's the grand vision? I know that you're, you're, you're out here bringing this stuff into the lives of people who have been where you've been, darker places, lighter places, but you, you see that this has got the power to really create a change. But what's the grander vision? What, what's the long-term thing? Is there even a long-term vision? Or are you just out there seeing who you can touch on a day-to-day basis? You know, it's kind of a combination of both, brother. I mean, I, I, I want to get out there. I want to touch people. I want to try to help as many as people as possible. I'd like to bring this to like a you know, like a, a teachable format, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, virtual training and, and, and coaching mm-hmm. and things like that in the era of COVID. I think a lot of us are doing that. And then mm-hmm. I would like to uh, pen another book. I do have a micro book out there, mm-hmm. uh, which I wrote uh, for first responders, really for anybody. Uh, but uh, I'd like to, to work on another book. I got some ideas. So, you know, I just love talking to people like yourself mm-hmm. and other people, uh, you know, that they believe in, in you know, in, in growth and development and spirituality and all the things we talked about. And I, I just get so excited when, when I'm able to, to, to talk some, to somebody and maybe touch somebody with my stories and my experience and, and my podcast. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my grand scheme. I don't know if I answered your, no, answered no, your question no, no. Uh, specifically, very aptly. but uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, reach as many people as possible and continue to have amazing guests like you, Dan, on the show, because I, I love sharing content. I love, you know, touching people and reaching as many people as possible because, you know, it, again, you know, and this is applicable to anybody. I mean, I know I have a criminal justice show, but it's applicable to anybody, every walk of life, what we're talking about. It's not just, you know, aimed at a certain profession. So, you know, like I said, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love uh, talking to, to people as yourself, buddy. And uh, I'm just uh, blessed to be here and blessed to be in this world at these exciting times that we live in, man. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. If there's one thing that you could leave with the listeners today, and we're, we're going to talk a bit more about um, how people can connect with you and and and, and be in your world. Uh, I know you're on Clubhouse all the time, so people should definitely, <laughs> get, if you're in the Clubhouse users, uh, if you listen to podcasts and you're not on Clubhouse, then you probably don't have an iPhone. Um, but they are developing the Android version, so you'll be able to get Yeah, I, I heard that. They're, they're yeah. coming, because I get, you know, people, friends of mine have uh, Android, and they're like, what, what is this? I can't, <laughs> what is I this can't Clubhouse get, stuff? What, I can't get to this Clubhouse thing, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's interesting, Daniel, really quick. I mean, I didn't even know about Clubhouse until like two or three weeks ago. I, I yes. you know, I mean, I heard it on a, on a podcast I was listening to and I was like, what is this? And, uh, and <laughs> like an invite secret. only. What is this? Invite yeah, only. I, I never heard of it. And um, yeah. I've got a really good friend. I think we met at a, a, a workshop that I went to a couple of years ago and we've stayed in touch. She's been on my podcast and stuff. And she's like, oh, um, I've got one invite for this Clubhouse and I want to give it to someone who's going to use this Clubhouse. What you don't know about Clubhouse? You need to get on Clubhouse. And I was like, oh, my God. Clubhouse is amazing. So, so for the listeners that are on Clubhouse, definitely um, we'll, we'll put a link for for your profile as well. But what's one thing that you'd love to leave the listeners with? Oh man, there's so many great things uh, I would love to say. But uh, again, I got I got to go down that that hole with with mindset again, brother. Everything mm-hmm. you want, and mm-hmm. I know I'm repetitive with this. But everything you want is on the other side of fear. You have to address those fears. Mm-hmm. You have to go after your dreams. And the first mm-hmm. thing that you have to do is, again, like I said, in my opinion, start thinking about what you're thinking about because your mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do anything you want to do. You just got to you just got to shift that mindset. And again, like I said before, and you know, Dan, I mean, so many people just sleepwalk through life, mm-hmm. not not realizing that they have the power that you always had the power and you always will have the power. You are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And in the big scheme of things, we are not here for very long. Mm-hmm. So make the most out of your life. Live your best life. We're not meant to suffer. Yeah, We're not meant to live poor, contrary to what people think. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, li- we are built to, to live the best life possible. Mm-hmm. But it all starts here. Mm-hmm. It all starts in your mind. Mm. So that's what I would leave for your listeners, brother. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You're an absolute gentleman scholar. Um, love getting <laughs> to hear more about your journey and how you're really on the front line now in a new way. Um, guys, check out Pat's podcast. We'll pop the link in the show notes. Uh, definitely connect with him on Clubhouse and give him some more rooms to, to feed his habit on. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And, and follow him on social media. We'll pop all the links in the in the in the show notes as well. Um, definitely, definitely watch this man. I'm sure that he's going to do even bigger and more beautiful things uh, in the world. Till next time, guys. Keep dreaming with your eyes open. Think about what you're thinking about, and remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Until next time, peace out. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangena, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.